0: reminder <laughs> i'm just saying it because last night was our reality check with the six to two loss to the montreal canadians we say rebuild reminder all the time but what are we rebuilding for That's what we're going to talk about today. Thank you for listening to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan. And Craig, it's easy to say rebuild. It's easy to think about the future, but... I think we need... I know it's early in the season, but I think we need to have some hope for the future. So that's what today's show is going to be all about. But before we get into it, how are you doing today, Craig?
1: Uh, I'm I'm good. Uh, you're right, though, that it we really needed a rebuild reminder. I, I think, actually, the Coyotes provided the rebuild reminder. They did. Last night in Montreal, loud and clear, that message was delivered that, yeah, it's going to be a rough patch. That, that game in Toronto was fun, and there will be a few more moments like that, but... They'll be few and far between, and I I got a bad feeling that we just might see more of the same in Ottawa against a team that has a lot of offensive firepower and speed.
0: Yeah, so buckle up because we got 78 games to go, and we need to start to talk about what we're Not we, what the Coyotes are tanking for. Um, Obviously, there's been a ton of talk about how talented the 2023 draft class is. And I know it's October, but I don't think it's too early to start familiarizing ourselves with some of these names. I think that helped us toward the end of last season, at least, uh, you know, knowing who Logan Cooley was, knowing Slavkovsky, right, etc. So we're going to do a way too early look at the 2023 draft class. We're going to check in on some of the top Coyotes prospects, and then we'll take a look down the I-10, what's going on in Tucson. And Craig and I are not draft experts, so we've turned to the experts that we've had on our show, Corey Prodman, Chris Peters, Craig Button, Bob McKenzie, to look at their early preseason rankings of the 2023 Draft and obviously these are fluid, they're going to change through the midseason at the end of the season. But just want to kind of familiarize ourselves with some of these names. So let's get into it, Craig. What do you say?
1: Yeah, we are we starting with the Coyotes prospects, first of all, the guys in the system, or starting with let's start,
0: let's start with those guys. Why not?
1: Yeah, well, I'm. As you know, I do uh Coyotes prospect report every month once the season gets started. And, and my first prospect report will come out next week, actually. Awesome. Um, I'll, I think it's Tuesday that it runs. Um, and I'll be looking at one of the guys that we're going to talk about today, Logan Cooley, who, of course, is now at the University of Minnesota. He was the third, third overall selection because that's as high as the Coyotes ever draft uh, <laughs> in the 2022 draft. Um, right now, Minnesota looking very good. Um, freshman there, he's got... Two goals, three three assists, and five points in four games played for Minnesota, which is a very good team. We're going to get a look at them next month, Leah, when they come to Mullet Arena in late November to play the Arizona State Sun Devils. Maddie Nyes will be along, so that'll be a that'll be a fun show and a, and a nice sneak preview of one of the Coyotes' top prospects. But so far, so good for Logan Cooley. Um, I was looking at freshman scoring because he is a freshman; he is just eighteen years old. And and he's among the leaders. If if you look at uh, collegehockeynews.com, he's he's right there among the leaders. Of course, the guy at the top is a guy that we're going to talk about a little later in the show, Adam Fantelli, who is leading all freshmen in NCAA points right now with uh, eight points in four games.
0: Yeah, so, so far so good for Logan Cooley, which is what... We want to hear, you know, you don't want to ever draft someone and then they completely drop off. Um, so, you know, we expect to see Logan Cooley in college all year this year and probably next year at least, too. Um, so if you want to check him out in person, November 25th and 26th, the Minnesota is coming to mullet. So that's Thanksgiving weekend head over to game time, grab your tickets now. I think it's literally already standing room only for those games, which is crazy. (laughs) But I will say the standing room at Mullet is a blast because there's the drink rail and and such. But um, Connor Geeky, the other top pick from the Coyotes draft in 2022, he's played nine games. They play a little bit more hockey in the CHL. And in nine games, he has uh, six goals, three assists, so nine points um, in his nine games, point per game so far, 24 shots on goal across those nine.
1: Yeah, and some people may look at that and say, well, that's that's not among the scoring leaders in the WHL. In fact, it's it's not even among the scoring leaders on the Winnipeg Ice. I think Connor Geeky is behind five of five other teammates in terms of points. I don't know yet whether that's a concern or not. I'm gonna check in, like he's gonna be one of my guys on my initial prospect report. I'm gonna to talk to uh Nauli Stempniak, who's running the player development uh department for the coyotes and, and see, and you, you like to talk to the coaches as well, because sometimes guys are cast in different roles. So they may not be asked to produce at quite the same level. He may be more of a two-way guy. And, and also Connor geeky is, he's, he's grown into his body. This is, this is what it's about. You know, like you shouldn't just be looking at numbers. You have to get a sense of what they're working on, what his development curve looks like and, and what they see at the end of that, at least what they're projecting He's too young to to worry about this stuff right now. Um, but I, like I said, I will check in both with his coach and with Lee Stempniak to get a sense of how things are going for him so far.
0: Yeah, it's funny to say a point gr- per game player. It's like, oh, well, he's, he's not even leading his team. It's like a point per game player. We'll take it. <laughs> um, and also, you know, like you said, everyone plays a different role and you can't have you can't, all your prospects can't be the lead leader in the WHL, like it's just unrealistic. So I mean, it'd um, be nice, but yeah, it would be nice. But we'll check back in on those. Are obviously the other first round pick of 2022, Maverick Lamoureux. He's still injured, unfortunately, um, for him. But hopefully, he'll get back in action soon, so we can you know check in on him. Talk about someone who needs to grow into his body. He's a yeah, huge, soon. huge uh, defenseman. So, were there any other current Coyotes prospects, Craig, that you wanted to? touch on? I mean, it's
1: a little early right now for a lot of these guys. So it's hard to get, if we're just going to look at numbers at this point, I, I don't think it, it's indicative much. I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll do a much deeper dive on this. Leah, once I talk to Lee Stepniak and some people to, to get a sense of where these guys are right now. But uh, this is just our, sort of our quick look. And, and, yep. and with Logan Cooley in particular, he's doing what they want him to do. He, he is a guy who you want to see producing offense. That's why he's on the ice. So far, so good at the University of Minnesota.
0: Absolutely. So that's our very early check-in on some of the top Coyotes prospects that were drafted in 2022, and now we're going to look to the future a little bit in 2023, Um, but before we do that, I just want to tell everybody, so these players, before we know it, it's going to seem like... They're on the team in no time, even though it's going to be a few years. And I know people get really impatient, um, but it'll happen. And you know, the Coyotes' home opener is next Friday, a week from today, actually. And there will be a home opener one day. We're going to see Logan Cooley and Connor Geeky rocking the Kachina. Um, but for next week, if you're not going to the game, or if you are, we're actually having an event. At Four Peaks, before the game, during the game, it starts at 4:30. The game's at 7:30, so you can come tailgate if you're headed to Mullet, um, grab some beers. There's going to be drink specials at Four Peaks, three dollar beers. We're going to do giveaways. It's a free event, and then you can stay for the game if you're if you have tickets to the game. You can head on down. Four Peaks is a a hop and a skip from Mullet Arena. It's very easy to get there. And then if you don't have tickets to the game, you can watch the game with all your fellow Coyotes fans on a 20-foot projector screen. Unbelievable viewing experience. I know, you know, in Arizona, you go around, they're going to have the Suns on and the Cardinals on. it. Coyotes games, maybe not as easy to find. So come to Four Peaks next Friday, October 28th, for the PHNX Coyotes Watch Party and Tailgate. Like I said, it's free. Um, the event, right, is on our website. So you can just RSVP or spot because it will be first come, first served to that area where the projector is. But come out, enjoy some Four Peaks with us. We'll also be at Four Peaks next Wednesday for the last show of the month at the 8th Street Pub, $3 kit lifter. And wow, wheat pints when you mention you're with PHNX for that too. So you must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly. Don't have to be 21 to come to the 8th Street Pub. So we hope to see people at our last Wednesday and at our Watch Party event on Friday as well. Um, And Craig, last night I did a pickem game in underdog fantasy just to spice up the uh the game because you know when they're down 3 nothing and Early in the game, you kind of think, why, why am I watching this still? <laughs> um, but doing the Pick'em game on Underdog Fantasy makes it a little bit more fun. I was a little bit more invested. Fortunately, I did not win because Shane Goss' bear did not record a point for the first time this season in a game. I had him over half a point, but I think I hit everything else. But it's really fun to do Pick'em. Um, or you can do daily fantasy. You can do drafts with your friends. Uh, it's it's just a really fun way to enjoy hockey or football, or baseball. Yesterday was the sports equinox. It's all happening. So get in on the action with Underdog Fantasy. I love doing daily fantasy. It's a little stress off of the, you know, I manage a a season-long fantasy team, and it's a lot. So check out Underdog. You can search in the App Store or click the link in the show notes. If you sign up using the promo code PHNX, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX, and get in on the action today. All right. Craig, let's talk about 2023.
1: Yeah. I'll Why let, not? I'll let Shane Gossesbear know you're counting on 80 points from the season, too. So I'll pass on. I need that it, along.
0: Shane. Come on. Right. <laughs> Get it <I'll> together. <laughs> um, well, it's no secret that there's a consensus first overall this year. There's you know, y- there's years every so often where you don't, there's no debate. And this is one of those years. Connor Bedard, we've been talking about it since the beginning of last year. We've known about Connor Bedard. Um, he plays for Regina of the WHL and he already has 28 points in 15 games this season, Craig. <sighs>
1: <Yeesh>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, what?
1: <laughs> Look, I. I have slight concerns about his height, especially on a Coyotes roster where some of their most skilled players aren't exactly gifted in size. And that we know that that's not exactly Bill Armstrong's MO for building a team. But the guy has just exceptional, exceptional offensive gifts. He is one of those game-breaking, game-changing players where you can, you can play a poor game. But when you have a guy like that, he can make a play, and suddenly you're still coming out of the game with a win. Those are the kinds of players that the Coyotes just haven't had. So I don't know if they're going to win the lottery. (laughs) They're they're going to have good odds. I don't know if they'll have the best odds, but I don't know if the Coyotes are going to win the lottery. At some point, the law of averages has to play in their favor, I would think. But
0: Please.
1: Who knows if it this will be if it'll be this year or if there will be you know some sort of magnetized balls for the Chicago Blackhawks to win it because it's <sighs> Chicago Blackhawks. I don't know. But if it's not Connor Bedard, and clearly everyone would take Connor Bedard at number one, I'm curious to see how the next two picks play out. The next two picks are by and large consensus, although you found some differing takes there. Yep. But Matt Faye, Mitchkov and Adam Fantilli, I mentioned Fantilli a, a little bit earlier, leading all freshmen in NCAA points, third overall in the NCAA in points in his first season at the University of Michigan. He's got size. He's got skill. He's a two-way guy. He fits Bill Armstrong's mold. If Adam Fantilli is your consolation prize, you're okay. We have said this on the show before, but pretty much every draft, prospect analysts that we have talked to in the past has said that the top of this draft provides at least three players who are better than anybody that came out in 2022. These are superstars. Yeah. I'm curious if, if you're a team picking second, what do you do? Do you take Mitch with his incredible offensive gifts and speed up, you know, on the edge, or do you go for the big center, Adam Fentilli? I don't know how that's going to play out. And it could be very relevant for the Arizona Coyotes who always pick at number three when they're in these
0: situations. <laughs> very true. Very true. It is interesting because uh, Mishkov is uh, listed as a right wing where as Fantilli is a center. We know that there's a center depth in the NHL is something all teams want. Centers are a little bit more rare in that regard. And uh, Adam Fantilli is six one currently 191 pounds at this moment. Um, so he provides that height and that. You know, that big player that Bill Armstrong is looking for, like you mentioned, with Connor Bedard, although I think he would overlook that if the Coyotes were to land that first overall pick. Um, TSN Director of Scouting, Craig Button, friend of the program, he said about Adam Fantilli, he's a force of skill and will. He plays with an attack mentality and is focused on driving play inside the dots to the net. Quick hands allow him to score in tight on the move or from distance, an intense scorer who is not easily denied, which Craig, if I'm reading that, that kind of sounds like the the team that Bill Armstrong is looking to put together. So he does fit that mold. It's interesting on Bob McKenzie's list, Fantilli is ranked third. He's also third on Corey Pronman's list, and he is fourth on Craig Button's list right now.
1: Yeah, why don't you go ahead and read those lists? Because I was I was interested to hear that, and I, I know you mentioned Chris Peters hasn't done his list yet. Otherwise, we obviously would have yes. included friend of the show. Yeah,
0: Adam Peters. Fantilli leads Chris Peters' NCAA list. He kind of did a. Yeah, uh, NCAA people to look for. So, Adam Cotilli was at the top of that list if you're looking at the college prospects.
1: And, and I think technically he's actually a shade under 6'2 at this point. Uh, I don't know if he's going to grow anymore, maybe, but I think he's closer to 6'2 than 6'1. He's got like when you watch him play, he's just this rangy center with really good skills. And, like I said, a complete game. Uh, I, I get very excited watching him. And, and obviously, I'm a- able to watch him a lot more than I'm able to watch games in the CHL or. Or Matt Bay-Mitchkov, obviously. But yeah,
0: I, and that's a used. concern too because the he's playing in Russia and with everything going on, scouts aren't going over there like they usually do. So that one's kind of a question mark in that regard as well because are you really going to be able to see his game much this year? Um, yep. I don't know. That that one is risky, but M- Mishkov is a name we've heard since the beginning of last year too. So I'll go ahead and quickly... Skim over these lists. Obviously, Connor Bedard, number one on every list. We can just skip that. For Corey Proman, he had Michkov two, Fantilli three, fourth he had Zach Benson, a left wing on Winnipeg Ice teammate of Connor Geeky. And then five, Dalibor Dvorsky. I don't know if I said that right, but you did. Uh, and, a center, and he's an
1: intriguing player, too. Go ahead.
0: Center from Sweden or plays in Sweden, I yes. guess. Um has five points in six games so far this year but again another center in the top five which is intriguing um but everyone's list is really different which is very interesting he wasn't on anybody else's top five besides Corey promen and neither was zach benson
1: yeah and again i go back to the the premium position thing what i'm thinking about if i'm if i'm gonna take a pick in the top five if i'm looking at a wing he had better be be a wing in the Alex Ovechkin or Patrick Kane ilk because wings just do not impact the game as much. And I know like when you look at a guy like Patrick Kane, clearly he impacts it a little more. He's not a guy who just skates up and down the wall where they rely on speed. He's a guy who carries the puck through middle ice. So he's valuable. But with all that a center does down low in the defensive zone to those responsibilities, if I'm looking at a guy like Adam Fentilli who can give you those duties, you don't have to rely on someone else to rely, you know, to take care of those duties down low in the zone. Man, that's a pretty compelling argument to make him number two instead of Matt Bay Matt ba- Mitchkoff. But if, if people believe that Mitchkoff is going to be sort of that level of offensive producer in the NHL, well, maybe.
0: Yep. So Craig Button's list was interesting because he has a player in the top two that isn't even in anybody else's top five. And that's, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Edward Saleh, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah From from... Berno, right? In yeah, the, in, like the uh, in
0: yeah. Czechia. So he's actually Craig Button's number two, which is really interesting. Um, and he has six points in 11 games so far in the Czech League this season. Last year, he played 10 games, had three points, obviously not a huge sample size. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. He was a name that I didn't see in anybody else's top five so far.
1: Yeah. and And again, a wing, right? So we'll see. We'll see. I I don't even know how he projects because sometimes these guys come over and and NHL teams think, well, this guy actually projects as a center. So it's hard to predict. But, uh, you know, he had a he had a good tournament uh, with with Chechia in in the uh, U-18s. He had nine points in eight games. He's got I think he's got six points right now with Berno. So. It, we'll, we'll watch that one. I just uh, Again, I don't know enough about this player, and this is part of what I want to do this season. We've talked about this. We're not just going to check in on our own prospects this season. We're going to do deeper dives on some of the top prospects in the yeah. draft with, with these guys that we've always talked to because I want to talk to the people that are there watching them <laughs> live, not, not just video scouting because video scouting is not enough. You don't see the player when when the puck is not on their stick or near them. You need to see the complete game, and that's why – you know, the scouts being in the stands, eyeballs on the player is the only way. I mean, you, you can supplement with video scouting, but you gotta be there. Otherwise, sorry, you're you're not a, a draft analyst no. expert.
0: Absolutely. And that's why we're referring to the list of the people who do that. Um, Two more names I want to get to. One is in both Craig Buttons and Bob McKenzie's top five. And that's Brayden Yeager um, from Moose Jaw and the WHL, another center um, who has 11 points in nine games so far this season. He's ranked fifth on Craig Buttons list. He's ranked fourth on Bob McKenzie's list so far. And uh, Craig Buttons analysis of him well-balanced offensive force who can score and make plays with equal adaptness. So, um, and a lot of centers here at the top of the draft, Craig, which yeah. for a team like the Coyotes, who, you know, you obviously hope they're picking one, two or three, but if for some reason, which we all would know would happen to the Coyotes, they pick in the top five, lots of centers to choose from.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and I've heard that from people that it's deep in centers. If you're going to look at one position, it's deep in centers and that's, Never a bad thing. Um, I also think about the possibility of the Coyotes picking up another first round pick in this draft. Now, if they're if they're trading, if we're talking about deadline deals with Shane Bear, Nick Ritchie, those are going to playoff teams. Obviously, they're not going to be in the lottery. But if you move, say, a Jacob Chikrin for an unprotected first round pick, you know, which may be a way of saying, OK, you're not willing to give us that prospect that we want okay, we want the first-round pick unprotected in this draft. You know, I'd, I'd be okay with doing that with a team like the Ottawa Senators, who I still don't think are a playoff team. And who knows, if the ball's bounced right, the Coyotes could have two very high picks in what is believed to be one of the best drafts of this millennium.
0: Literally, if the Coyotes had to go through everything that they've gone through over the last 26 years and the, the lack, of, the pure lack of luck, if the stars needed to align for one year, this is the year.
1: Mm-hmm. this is the
0: year um, because yeah to get two in the top five would be absolutely out of this world one other name to mention um fifth on bob mckenzie's list leo carlson center and left wing for orebro that is not probably how that's pronounced
1: yeah Craig? i'm not even gonna try that one buddy or-
0: yeah they say orebro in area <laughs> Jeez, uh in the shl how about that uh, and about him Craig in sweden,
1: sure just say in sweden yeah, sure sweden. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that's how they say it there or bro in <laughs> sweden
1: See, what I learned too is like even when we hear someone say oh here's how it's pronounced then you talk to the person that lives there and they're like no that's not how it's pronounced yeah so
0: I'm so yeah. hesitant
1: like shl even names, right I
0: can say that
1: yeah S-H-L. like people say when people say Jan Yenik, I, I hear it on the air all the time. And I keep hearing his voice in my head saying, nope, Jan Yenik. That's actually how it's pronounced. But
0: well, how about last season when on ESPN, they said Jan Jenik on the broadcast. <laughs> so could always be worse, you know. Ouch. We're all just trying our best. And this is why, Craig, we're familiarizing ourselves with these names early on. Uh, that's the preseason top five for, you know, the, the people who we rely on the most for this sort of information. Obviously, like Craig said, we'll dive more into this. As the seasons go on, Craig will talk to the people who are watching this, talk to the people who handle development in the Coyote system as well. So stay tuned to gophnx.com for Craig's monthly prospect reports as well. Um, Lots of great insight there. And I think it's just important to check in on these players every once in a while just to to feel that flicker of hope because this is what, when the Coyotes are losing 6-2, 6-3 every single night and you think, why am I doing this? This is why this is what you're looking forward to. So become a member at gophnx.com sign up for an annual membership, grab a shirt from the locker. When you do the, the mosaic shirt and the purple coyote Cody are back in stock. Um, and then you can join our members only discord as well. And, and we can chat all of this all the time. Cause we're just talking hockey all day long in the discord as well as it's a little bit of pack therapy during the games as well, because we don't just need it post game. We need it during as well. So become a member at gophnext.com. And also, if you want to grab some merch for Any of the teams that you follow, whether it's the Coyotes, the Cardinals, the Suns, etc. FOCO has you covered with the best Arizona merchandise with officially licensed gear for men, women and kids and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. And this week they have a brand new Cardinals hoodies for all the Cardinals fans out there, similar to a Snuggie, which I'm going to force Petey and Craig to wear on a show at some point this winter. Head on over to FOCO.com and for all non-presale items, use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. All right, one last group we need to check in on. Again, it's very early. We know this. That's why we're calling this a way too early look, but why not? Um, The Tucson Roadrunners, they have their home opener this Saturday um, against Bakersfield. They split their opening weekend last weekend. Craig, who do you think is the next man up We've talked about this a little bit. Dylan Gunther is still on that nine-game trial. They haven't made a move to call anyone up from Tucson yet because the Coyotes are returning home after two more games on this road trip. I feel like when they come home for that four-game homestand is when they're maybe going to start to make some decisions about what to do with Gunther, whether they call someone up from Tucson. Do you have a, a sense, and obviously, again, we're not in the coaching room at all, but who the next man up might be?
1: Well, I think they're candidates. And again, it'll depend on what they need. We we'll see what happens between now and then if they're still healthy up front, other than Nick Schmaltz. But with Nick Schmaltz out, if they decide to send Dylan Gunther back, obviously they need to bring someone up. And to me, you know, knowing what they were looking for, knowing what they need, I, I gotta believe that Michael Carcona is is gonna be the first guy up because they need more offense with Nick Schmaltz out of the lineup. That's that's the reason they gave for keeping gunther and Michelli around instead of uh keeping uh alex chason on the roster earlier they wanted a little more offense so i have to believe he's at the top of the list maybe you look at pushing nathan smith to the wing too though that's another possibility and then if you end up needing a little more physical play if you need a a, a someone to bring that side of the game probably milos kelleman would be a guy to look at as well up front then on the back end i mean right now i got to believe cam denine would be one of your first call-ups on on the blue line, he's got the experience. But Vladislav Kolejachnik, man, he I thought he looked good in some preseason games. I could see him getting a look as well. I yeah. thought he played pretty well.
0: Yeah, both Danin and Kolejachnik we saw last season. So and Kolejachnik we had slotted in when we did our prediction of the roster. So it'll be interesting. It's inevitable that we're going to see Tucson call-ups. Hopefully. Not as many as last year, just for sure. Tucson's sake. I'd like to see them have a competitive year down in Tucson um, in the AHL. But we'll be checking in on Tucson periodically throughout the season. Obviously, you know, PD and I do our trips down the I-10. We'll check in with head coach Steve Potvin and other players and assistant coaches as well. So we'll continue to um, check in on Tucson and te- check in on the prospects down there because, you know, a lot of players make a stop in the AHL before they make a stop in the NHL. So we'll stay tuned on that. Craig, any other prospects, road runners, future prospects, anyone that we didn't talk about that you want to mention before we head out?
1: Yeah. It's just the one guy that I we, I know we mentioned him a lot and it's only two games into the season, but it's time for Victor Soderstrom to show something. Yep. It's time. Like if, if, if we have another season, like he's had in the past, I, I don't know. I don't know if he factors into this organization's future if he doesn't take a big step forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be keeping tabs on all of these players. And if you are looking for an activity this weekend, obviously the Coyotes have been on the road forever, you can actually head down to Tucson if you want and and you can grab tickets to a Roadrunners game. I'm looking at the Game Time app right now, Craig. $13 tickets. On game time to watch the Roadrunners in action. If you want to, you know, take a glimpse at the future, there's some really great players. On this Roadrunners team, so check out the Game Time app if you're looking to do maybe a day trip or an overnight in Tucson. It's so easy to get down there. We've gone down a couple of times, and it's a great um, game experience as well. So if you want to grab tickets to any Roadrunners games or any Coyotes game, Cardinals, Suns, etc., Game Time is the place to do it. You can save up to sixty percent when you buy tickets last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. So scroll down to the show notes, click the link to buy your tickets. There on game time, and if you want to make it interesting for yourself, uh, when you're watching these games, it's fun to bet on it. I, uh, I, Craig, I lost $12 yesterday betting on uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which weenie is bets. my weenie bets, um, which is kind of a bummer, but that's okay because I'm gonna try and make it back tonight and I'm gonna bet probably on the NBA. The Suns are back in action tonight, and if you're a new customer to DraftKings, new customers can bet make any bet. Any $5 bet on the NBA money line and get $200. If your team wins, you can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code PHNX. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Well, Craig is headed to the ASU hockey game tonight. Are you excited to see mullet in action? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen
1: it since it's officially, I mean, obviously we've done tours at various stages. Oh, of we were
0: wearing hard hats.
1: Yes, exactly. I will be in the press box tonight. So I'm looking forward to that, that experience. And then in terms of what's coming up and hopefully, you know, ASU gets back on track. I've written about their offensive struggles early in the season, but they've got a, a good stretch of home games coming over the next couple months. And, They can really make some hay here. But next week, I've got my mailbag coming up. I know how people people love my mailbags. They end up being like 10,000 words when I'm all said and done. Um, I've got my prospect report coming on Tuesday. And then, of course, Leah, as you mentioned earlier, we've got the first NHL game at Mullet Arena. So I'll be examining every facet of that.
0: Yep, and we're going to be talking about it too next Wednesday. Live at Four Peaks. So come hang out with us then and come hang out with us next Friday um, before and during the Coyotes home opener at Four Peaks. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be back tomorrow for the post game show after the Coyotes play the Ottawa Senators. So subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube, hit the notification bell so you never miss a show, and then be sure to follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms as well. Tons of content there TikTok, Instagram, Facebook anything you can think of follow phnx sports and then follow phnx underscore coyotes on twitter and you can follow me at leah merrill craig at craig s morgan you can follow pd at s. Peters hockey and sean at sean underscore to like i said we'll be back saturday for the post game show and for now enjoy the rest of your friday everyone we'll talk to you tomorrow